Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. As I've been developing my practice around strategy for private schools, I've developed a model, a framework called the four building blocks of strategy. And this is partly lifted through the academic research into best practice strategy. And it's also developed through years of working alongside schools to help them develop robust strategies. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school, and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, and if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's get started on this week's episode. One of the things that I say most frequently to to clients and potential clients is, no one can tell you from the outside what your strategy should be. They can help guide you to make those decisions yourself, But basically, there is no one size fits all strategy for schools or indeed for any other organisation or business. And yet I've entitled this one, this episode, Your Strategy Blueprint, which implies that there may be a sense of some critical components that your strategy needs to have in order to be robust. And I think that is true. So in this episode, I'm not going to be giving you your blueprint of what your strategy should be but I am going to be walking you through four critical components that you must have within your strategy. They're thought processes that you need to be discussing with your leadership team. They are elements that you need to have written down somewhere in agreement on these four critical components that if they are absent, there is no way you can have a good, robust strategy. So these four components are going to make up your strategy blueprint. Really quickly, before we dive into the detail, I want to make sure that you make the most of the time you invest listening to this podcast. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of my free ebook, The Strategic Independent School Leader. It outlines how to answer the six essential questions that will clarify your school strategy and secure its future. In the world of business, strategy can be full of jargon 
but it doesn't have to be that way. This is a jargon-free tool tailor-made to help private school leaders think and act more strategically. Download your free copy today at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash ebook. So as I've been developing my practice around strategy for private schools, I've developed a model, a framework called the four building blocks of strategy. And this is partly lifted through the academic research into best practice strategy. And it's also developed through years of working alongside schools to help them develop robust strategies. So It's certainly true that you may need more than these four blocks. There might be things you think, oh, she hasn't mentioned X, Y, Z, and we definitely need that. That's fine. You can add to this. But if any of these four building blocks are missing from your strategic development and from your strategy, then you're going to be having a weaker strategy than you could have otherwise. You have to think about these four critical areas in order to develop your strategy blueprint, your really robust strategy. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking you through these four building blocks, these four critical components of good strategy. And I'm also going to be signposting you to quite a lot of other episodes so that if you know that one of these four building blocks is the area that you want to work on a bit more, maybe it's a little bit kind of either absent or not fully developed within your own strategic thinking for your school or for your fundraising team or whatever it is that you're being strategic about then this will give you a whole load of signposts to go off and listen to other episodes about specific areas. And all of the links for these episodes are going to be within the episode notes as well. So if you want to jump over to whichever podcast app you're using to listen today or to the website that you're using to listen, then the details and the links will be there for you to look at. Okay, so let's dive in. The first of these building blocks is vision. In order to be strategic, you have to have a sense, an agreed sense of what is the big picture, long term impact that you seek to have as a school. What do you want your school to look like in 10, 20 years time? What are the shared values that that vision is based on? And it's almost like what you're creating in this this vision is a collective agreement about why you exist. Why is the world a better place because your school is here? And there will be elements of your vision which will be based around the types of pupils, types of young people that you want to be walking out of your school at the end of their time with you. What skills, what values, what outlooks, what um, attributes will those young people have? It's partly then about the impact that those young people will have on the world in terms of their careers, in terms of all the other areas that they choose to pursue during their lifetime. And it's also partly about what are the other impacts that you want to have as a school through your community work, your partnership works, your bursaries and so on. So your vision needs to be clear. And sometimes what I see with schools that I work with is that They have a very short vision or mission statement, which no one's ever going to disagree with. It's it's quite obvious, quite bland, if you like. And then they move straight on to other parts of the strategy. And in actual fact, that's not quite enough. You need to know that your staff, from leadership all the way down, all of your staff, as well as your pupils, your parents, your alumni, 
have a shared understanding of where you're heading as a school community, why you exist, the impact that you're seeking to have on your pupils and on your communities and on the world. So that's the first one, vision. There's a couple of podcast episodes that I've done. There's episode 29, which is what is your vision? And episode 55, which is vision, why it matters which mountain you climb. And both of those pose a variety of questions that you can ask yourself and analogies that you can use as you're explaining to others why vision matters and how you can develop your own vision for your school. So that's the first building block without a vision, a clear, shared understanding of what that vision is, then your strategy is not going to be particularly successful. The second building block is, again, a shared understanding of your accelerators and sticking points. So your accelerators are the positives that are working in your favour, so they're propelling you towards that vision already. They're the things that you want to cherish, that you want to harness, that you want to keep going and protect and make sure that they are continually getting even stronger. And equally, what are your sticking points? These are the challenges that are holding you back, that are preventing you from delivering your vision. And these might be internal, so they might be things to do with the financial model that you're using, your recruitment numbers, your facilities... But they also might be external to your school. They might be things in the political environment or the economic environment, the legal environment and so on, which are holding you back from delivering your vision. And the most important thing here is not that one person writes down what they think and then you move on from there. This is a shared discussion. So this should be something which your governors are involved with and your senior leadership team at a minimum, potentially also a wider conversation, or at least definitely a seeking of wider viewpoints about what's going well and what's not going so well, about your accelerators and your sticking points. And the key here is a shared understanding of what these are. You want to be identifying and agreeing as a leadership team, as a governance team, what are the key accelerators that you really have to protect and and really kind of harness further? And what are the key sticking points that you have to address if you're going to make progress? Now, you'll have heard me talk before, if you've you've listened to this podcast before, about focus being the core of strategy. And it's really hard to make focused decisions and to focus your efforts on small number of areas unless you have a shared understanding about those key accelerators and key sticking points. That's why it's a critical building block for your strategy. Now, that's not to say that you're going to make all of this public. In fact, it's highly likely that the sticking points in particular will remain confidential, but they still need to be there. They still need to be part of your discussion. Even if you never publish them, they're not going to be like a heading in your strategic plan. But unless you've considered them really carefully, your strategy will not be as strong as it could be, which is why it's a really important building block. So if you want to investigate your accelerators and sticking points a little bit more, there are actually four episodes I've done on this podcast, which I'm going to refer you to. So episode 31, what's working in your favour? And episode 33, what's holding you back? That poses a whole load of questions that you can ask yourselves for the accelerators and sticking points. 
episode 48 looked at scanning your environment and I particularly talked there about the pastel analysis approach of looking at your external environment which is a really important part of this analysis and then episode 52 is mastering the SWOT analysis so that's about the external analysis the pastel analysis but also your internal strengths and weaknesses And in that one, I talk about a couple of the um, ways in which I see people using a SWOT analysis incorrectly on a very frequent basis. So it's worth listening to that one if you really want to master that SWOT analysis. So that's the second building block of strategy, accelerators and sticking points. Moving on to the third one, your general approach. Now, this one is a little bit more... I wouldn't say esoteric, it's not necessarily as obvious up front. So let me explain what I mean. Your general approach is the general way that you are going to overcome your sticking points, harness your accelerators in order to deliver your vision. So it's all about working back up through, okay, so you've identified your vision, you've identified the accelerators that are already pushing you in that direction, and the sticking points that are holding you back. You've identified what the key accelerators and sticking points are. So your general approach in this third building block is thinking about the general strategic decisions that you're going to make, the direction you're going to take in order to address those sticking points and harness those accelerators to deliver your vision. It needs to be a couple of paragraphs maximum. This is simple It's general, it's high level strategic thinking. It is not detailed operational action plan. We come to that in a minute. That is important, but that's not what this is. It is the general way that the governors are going to sign off about the way that you're going to approach things. So it's top level, governor level, strategic approach that you want to take. I'm going to come back in a moment to why this third stage, this general approach is so important, but let's cover off the fourth stage first. So your fourth building blocks that you have to have to have a robust, good strategy is an action plan. Now, in reality, this isn't strategy, this is operational, but it's basically the bridge between the general approach, the strategic general direction that you've decided to take and what you're actually going to do on the ground this year. So your action plan will be a detailed plan outlining specific actions which you're going to be implementing. It needs to have a time frame which is more like a year, possibly slightly longer if it needs to be due to planning reasons. But basically you're looking at kind of an annual action plan time frame. You need to make sure that you have clarity over who's responsible for those actions, the budget that's associated with them and how you're going to measure success. And there's a really good episode, actually one of my most popular episodes so far, called Mastering Key Performance Indicators, KPIs, which is episode 63. And that is a key element of your action plan. And it's the way that you're going to make sure that you're measuring success really um, efficiently and appropriately. So having thought about those four building blocks, I just want to jump back to that building block three, because this is the one that people get really confused about. So The way that this works is when you develop strategy, you think about it from the top down. So you do your vision, then your accelerators and sticking points, then your general strategic approach and then your action plan. But the way that it actually gets delivered on the ground is the other way around. So each individual team or department within your school will be working on an action plan on an annual basis 
And that action plan is delivering your general approach. And each year you want to refresh that action plan. It's basically the action that actually matters. Even I, a strategist who cares about strategy, do not care what you say in your vision statement or any of your analysis around acceleration, sticking points or general approach. If the action isn't happening, it's not working. So that action plan needs to be reviewed and refreshed on an annual basis. You're not going to have time to go back through the whole process annually it wouldn't be efficient. And it also would mean that potentially you're changing direction too quickly. So the idea is that you bounce back up to that general strategic approach, the building block number three. Each year you review that couple of paragraphs about the strategic general direction that you're going to take that the governors have signed off on. And you think, okay, given that that's our general approach, what is the action plan for this year? So annually you kind of bounce between building block four, the action plan, and building block three, the general approach. And that's why that general approach stage is so critically important. It may not feel important when you're developing your strategy, but it's critically important when you're trying to deliver your strategy. Now, obviously, your strategy also needs to be flexible, agile, able to change over time. As has been said many, too many times in the last few years, who knows what's around the corner? We are in a fast-paced period of change in our, in our society and economy at the moment. So you need to be agile, but you want to make sure that, generally speaking, unless there's a very good reason to be changing things, your vision stays constant for at least five to ten years. You want to have that constant sense of the direction that you're taking. Even if your analysis around your sticking points or accelerators may shift and change slightly each year as you do that quick, quick review before you create your action plan. So as I mentioned before, you may want to do more than this and your strategic plan will have a variety of different headings and your action plan may have different headings to the ones I've outlined. That's all fine. But if you don't have these four building blocks, then your blueprint for your strategy is missing something. And if you already know, as you're listening to this, what you're missing, then I recommend that you dive back into some of those other episodes that I've mentioned. Head to the episode notes for all of the links so that you can explore how to develop the areas of your blueprint that might be a little bit weaker at the moment or a little bit missing at the moment. I love to hear your feedback on these these podcast episodes. Do let me know what you think and do reach out if I can help in any way. Have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye then. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast, the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash podcast.